Peace, family. Welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I am your host, Him Not Them. We are accompanied by the sounds of Young Thug and Sway Lee, Fate, off the Creed 2 soundtrack. Fate, Young Thug and Sway Lee. As always, I want to give a shout out to the ancestors. If it wasn't for your bloodshed or your tearshed, we wouldn't be able to stand here today. Also have to give a shout out to the elders, still being able to pass knowledge down to us while they're still here on this plane. To my listeners, my likers, and my chastisers, you know why I love you. What's going on, good people? How you feeling today? Oh, let me get the logistics out the way. Three ways you can find this platform, iTunes slash podcast, the Anchor app, and now, yes, Spotify. Type in 30 Talk in the search bar. There you'll find a melanated man holding half his head up. Underneath his head is a crown. That crown represents our royalty because I got loyalty and royalty inside my DNA. Click like, subscribe. Um... Drink your water, eat your grains. It's winter time. Let's make sure we have our digestive system working in accordance with our mind. Um, if you aren't familiar or not aware, the small intestines, stomach, large intestines region of your body is the mind of the body. And obviously your brain is the mind of the whole entire structure. So we want to make sure that both of those minds are clear. Drink your water, eat your grains. What's going on, good family? How you feeling? We are here. Um, people usually keep track of their episode numbers. I'm not really sure what my episode number is. I'll probably, uh, I'm gonna look into that. I always try to make sure I have a, like a like a clever title. <laughs> so I always try to listen to my installments over to see, you know, what I said in there to make people wanna be like, oh, let me see what he's talking about. So that's how I keep track of mine. Like, growth requires got good reviews. How we think is how we view got good reviews. In real time, got good reviews. Attention is the new currency is got reviews. So, and all all of them got good reviews. <laughs> but those are the ones I, I know for sure because people reached out to me via IG. Him underscore not underscore them on the IG. So those were like standouts and highlights for me on my 30 talk journey. Because, you know, those are the episodes or the installments that individuals reached out to me. <clears throat> that I can remember off the top. But other than that, I'm in good spirits, people. We are in good spirits. We are counting down to 19. And um, with that slowly approaching, we need to be gaining momentum going into that. Making sure we go into 19 with a bang, you know what I'm saying? With all, with all intention purposes, you know what I'm saying? Like all intensive purposes. And we have to, we have to accept that. Accept that responsibility, you know? We have to accept that requirement you know it's it's in front of us for a reason to either achieve or to succeed and um you know here at 30 talk we're always giving out solutions so we're here to achieve the school year is going well um christmas break is yeah christmas break where you at <laughs> i need that you know time off you know just because 
as an educator and as a person who cares about, you know, the the welfare of individuals, you know, we want to say people, but we can't include everybody into people. So the individuals that we care about, we have to make sure that we, you know, give them our just due. And sometimes we have to take a break from them, <laughs> separate ourselves. There's nothing wrong with separating yourselves. I guess this free rant going into this installment, we're going to talk about, you know, um, separating ourselves from negative energy like. At some point, we have to realize that what we're surrounded by isn't conducive for us, right? So we have to exclude ourselves. We have to separate ourselves. And it's not saying that we can't come back to it. It's just more so saying we have to realize that that energy is not, it's going to be more of a combustion. I need more conducive. <laughs> you understand? So that's what we're trying to have and gather and maintain and obtain moving forward into 2019. So with this X amount of days that we have left, let's make sure that we um, look to be conducive and not combustion. I'm sorry, look for conducive and not combustion. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm feeling. That's how I'm configuring, right? For the most part, trying to, <clears throat> excuse me, trying to figure out what I can do as an individual to gain momentum so my, my snowball can grow and, and accumulate more and by accumulation in my thoughts I'm thinking about other individuals who think like me who are who are in transition like me who are looking for solutions right where we can you know come together we can um what's the word I'm looking for stop with a C since I've been killing it I don't know you know we can be uh you know what's the word it's gonna come to be collaborative we can collaborate for the most part so I want to make sure that we do that. And here at 30 Talk, like I said, we're based on solutions. We're trying to forward think. We're trying to, you know, put put in proper perspective. Yeah, I just thought I'd get that off. <laughs> so after this break, we're going to go into the master teacher shout out. And then we're going to get this thing rolling. Um, one thing also before we get into that, we got to start developing think tanks. So on the other side of this break, we're going to talk about think tanks. Sticking with the Creed 2 soundtrack, got to give the individuals their flowers while they're here. Pharrell Williams, the mantra, he has Kendrick Lamar on this track. What I mean by give them their flowers while they're here, we gotta make praise, give them praise while they're here. We don't wait, we don't wanna wait for them to transition. Let's acknowledge them while they're here. We got to think about the things that are in our way, what we can avoid, you know, give a juke move, Euro step, bypass, you understand? We got to bypass all the fugazi. It's a lot of that <laughs> showing its ugly head towards the end of this year. And we have to bypass that. Pharrell Williams talks about in this song, the mantra, things that 
we should bypass moving forward as far as what I took from it. You know what I'm saying? So before we uh, got into the break, we was talking about think tanks. So I wanted think tanks to be on, on the forefront of our minds for a second. <clears throat> the reason why I feel think tanks are important is because it's a way for individuals to collectively think, right? So I might have a thought, this individual might have a thought, this individual might have a thought, and this third individual might have a thought. But each individual thought has a baseline or, or you know, a common denominator on which, on which we all agree on. And that's something that we have to think about moving forward as a community, a melanated community. And what goes into that is economics. So if anybody that I do research with or do research about or use individuals' information to research is Dr. Claude, Dr. Claude Anderson. And he speaks about economics. I have two books of his that I'm reading currently, Powernomics. I'm probably like three chapters into that. And that's just, it's not necessarily number game, numbers game, but it's about strategies on how to group and pull P-O-O-L our money. And the one I'm picking up steam in is 101 questions we need to ask. And these questions are just, you know, it's just information based. And where I'm at in that book right now, I'm sorry, the, the title of the book is 101 Questions You Never Thought to Ask. And where I'm at in the book right now, I took down some notes. And I always encourage people when you read to, you know, jot down what you read. How that sound to you? Jot it down. <laughs> right? Like, make sure you take notes because it, it resonates to you in a moment. And then you'll actually go out and live your life. And when you come back to it, it's like, damn, that I did not read that. Didn't I write that down somewhere? So make sure you have a journal, a notepad. Uh, I guess people are smartphone techie these days, you know, no offense to them. I still prefer to write my stuff down. But put it in your notes on your phone. Send yourself a text message, you know what I'm saying? Uh, write yourself an email, however you choose to do it. But me personally, I choose to write mine down on paper. So I'm gonna read two notes that I have tonight. And just these two in particular, I'm just gonna just freestyle these thoughts and then we're gonna get into the installment. But with these two thoughts, I thought this would be good conversation starters. And what I mean by that is, at this point, we cannot deny ourselves that things are changing. And what's going on around us, information is more accessible. Technology has, for the most part, advanced society and also, and also um, altered, you know, haltered, came to a stop in certain ways as far as communication. But for the most part, what the exposure technology has done, it has brought light to certain things that, and ideas the melanated community hasn't really addressed in some time. So what I choose to do with the technology is expose levels of information. Because at this point, we cannot deny or accept certain understandings because this is how it was taught. When there's <clears throat> avenues in place that can expose and put those to bed, you know what I'm saying? Let that be expired or oh, that expired at such and such date. Now with this current information moving forward, we have these ideas. Sometimes we're trying to use a default model to try to move in this um, digital age. It's like we can, it's not that we can no longer use analog, but we have to recognize the, the strengths in analog and recognize what we cannot use in analog in this digital realm. So if we are individuals that are trying to progress with the times, 
it's nothing wrong with holding on to old ideas, but at some point we have to use that to generate and build the next ideas that's going to be beneficial moving forward. Cool. <laughs> just thought I'd get that off right quick. So with the two notes that I have, I just want to, you know, read them, get a conversation going, and then we can build from there. Racism is a group-based power and economic control phenomenon in which one group, racial, owns and controls so much wealth, resource, and power. They use that resource and power to control, enslave, or exploit other racial groups. And the term I have to look up is lexicon, L-E-X-I-C-O-N. I was curious on what that meant. <clears throat> So with this note, it's just plain and simple. That's something that we already know. But there's eight areas in particular in which racism controls. The reason why I bring this up because we always get confused on who can be racist. So with this conversation started, I always want my melanated people to be armed with some ammunition when you have these conversations with individuals who don't know what they're talking about. Because in this day and age, everybody's entitled to an opinion it doesn't mean that it's fact. So if you are coming across with an individual with an opinion, just kill them with the facts. <laughs> you can have your opinion, but I'm only dealing with facts. Don't tell me how you feel. Tell me what you know. Understand? So when we speak about racism, minority individuals can't be racist. Why minority individuals can't be racist? Because they do not have a large amount of control in these eight areas of life. Economics, education, religion, entertainment, labor, war, law, or politics. Now, in those eight areas in particular, I said large stakes. Melanated individuals don't have large stakes. Maybe some, maybe peace, maybe fragments of, but not a large stake in those eight areas. Now, what we have to also understand about racism is that if I can't control your way of living, you are part, I'm sorry, if I control the way you're living, you are a part of a system. That's racism. IS, ISM is a system. Racism. You feel what I'm saying? Economicsism <laughs> is a system. I'm just talking. Shooting the breeze. But that's how you can combat that. The most that melanated people can be is prejudice. All right? So at some point, we have to understand that just because I call a white person a cracker, doesn't make me racist. At most, it makes me a prejudiced individual. But if but a white individual can call me the N-word, but then also call their uncle at that works at Wells Fargo Bank that I'm trying to be a manager at and say, oh, you know, X, Y, and Z, I don't want you to hire him. That's racism. So I can call that white person a cracker, but I can't call my uncle up and be like, yo, don't let that man be the bag boy at food line no more. <laughs> you understand? So that's how racism works. So when you have these conversations with individuals, understand when you explain it to them so you can get your win for the day. <laughs> Tell them that until a melanated individual, until the melanated community has a large stake of control in these eight areas of living, economics, education, religion, entertainment, and then people will always throw entertainment in your face. Oh, what about this black entertainer? What about this black athlete and all this money and all these great things they've done for them? That's one individual. If all of our black entertainers came together and tried to, and tried to change one city, you understand? 
what rip or ripple that will put in the mainstream media's wave of illusions they trying to throw at us, oh man, then we can really talk what we need to be talking about. But we talking about 1% in a very large market of something, not something, because I'm trying not to say something, in a very large market of control that we don't understand. Labor's a part of that, wars are part of that, laws and politics are a part of that. And I guess that's why people always encourage us to vote, but how many people have been talking about voting now? So this, this process of the voting, this portion, I'm sorry, this part of the journey of the voting process doesn't matter. I'm not trying to go on a rant. I'm just saying, like, at this point, we should be thinking about who's in place that we need to be on their ass about. But we were so quick to hit the booths, we don't even know who we put in the seats. That's neither here nor there. So at the end of the day, when you have this conversation with an individual about racism, the most demelanated or minority community can be is prejudice. Because the, the, the melanated and minority community does not have a large stake in those eight ways of living. Cool. To the second note, <clears throat> the Catholic Church was the leading invader and controller of the world's expansionism. So three words I want you guys to do, three words I want you guys to research in your spare time between now and the next time we speak. Excuse me if I'm speaking low. <clears throat> you know, this cold weather trying try to get a hold on me, but we got to drink our water and eat our greens to combat those colds. Three words I want you guys to look up is expansionism, Catholic Church, crusade. All right. The Crusades is very important because those were the edicts that the popes put out for the individuals to go to foreign lands and do all those horrendous things under the name of the church because they wanted to civilize the people. All right. That's just what it is. And this note that I'm getting ready to read speaks about a pope, speaks about the gifts he received. And expansionism was the idea that now that we have X amount of territory marked off, I want to expand outside of what I control right now. So, you know, you can do your own research. And if you want to at me, him underscore not underscore them on the IG, Fiasco Rose on Facebook. During this period, during this period, the Vatican was given 16 black slaves as gifts. A short time later, Pope Innocence, like, oh, that baby's so innocent, issued a special edict and declared that blacks should be used as free labor. Until this point, a person can only be enslaved for three reasons, religious persecution, personal indebtedness, or prior, I'm sorry, or prisoner of war. So what I just took from that note, and I got this from 101 Questions You Never Thought to Ask, Dr. Claude Anderson. What I took from this is when individuals came back to say, look at what I found on the other side of the world. <laughs> this beautiful race of people that are here for us to enslave, to, to spread the word of God. You understand? And the melanated individuals were just doing their own thing. I have an installment in place based on what we were doing when the white man tried to invade. But what I took from this is that they brought enslaved people to the Pope saying, look, this, this is what I found for you. God led me to this. That's why they sent edicts to say, bring me more for labor, for, for personal pleasures. So I'm not saying anything about religion in particular. I'm just saying that if we're going to practice something, let's have a full understanding of what we practice. 
in all walks of life. I don't want it. I don't want people from this point going into 2019 thinking that you should just believe something that somebody told you with when there's information available. Brings me to my last point of my free rant because I don't really want to talk about current events today. It ain't really all they doing is just spinning our wheels. We already know that our celebrities is going to say some wild shit out their mouth. Our athletes are going to do something great. The police are going to do something ridiculous. It's all the same thing. Those are all psychological operations or motives that they're using to keep our mind in a certain state. Here at 30 Talk, we're trying to expound and expand in different walks and different areas of thinking that can lead us into different areas and ways of walking. <laughs> you understand? We have to start understanding that there's a difference between being ready and being prepared. All right? The information that 30 Talk will be disseminating is preparing us for something. We are no longer in a position to just be informed. We should now be in a position to be, or wanting to be educated. When I read this about crusades and expansionism, this was a time in world history. This is not just melanated people history. Often you hear me speak about that. But what we're, what we're in position to understand now is that history has a way of foretelling the future. And if we don't have a clear understanding of what history is, we will not have an understanding of what the future can hold. So let's get a better understanding of how ploys and plays were put in place prior so we can combat them. And when I hear about the Catholic Church in particular, the Vatican and popes, we have to do the history on, those in, on these individuals. Do, you, do your research on Pope Innocence. I did. You'll be surprised in what you read and how many of them was it. Oh, there were. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to <laughs> expound too much on that anymore because, you know, we're going to leave that where it is and let people and let people figure out what they want for themselves. And all I'm doing is putting the information out there and what you can use is the smartphones that you have in your hand, not just to entertain yourself, but use it to educate yourself. And that can really put different thoughts in your head to think about. If they do, if they used it, then what's keeping them from using it now? Because between that point and that period of time and this period of time, it's the same things been going on. And we have to have a better understanding of that. The song I'm getting ready to play next is by Tierra Wack. She's, um, I think she's from Philly, dope artist. And she has a, a EP or album called Wack World. And all the songs on this particular album is one minute. And I thought that was interesting because a few of these jumps go and I be thinking like, damn, if this song was like longer than a minute, it'd be rocking. So I'm curious to see how she'll play next, what she has next. This came out in 2018. But this song in particular, I'm getting ready to play. Um, it's just for all my fallen soldiers. You feel me? If you if you missing somebody, if you lost somebody who transitioned too early, you know, due to anything, you know, what I'm saying this is for them. And in particular, this is for my individual, my main man, Jacob Hicks. So this is Pet Cemetery by Tierra Wack. Coach Pugh. Give it his name 
That's for anybody that you lost. That's for the ancestors. Those for my personal ancestors. Those for the family's personal ancestors. Those for the ancestors that are looking over us. Those for individuals that you lost too early, lost too late, didn't have an opportunity to express how you felt about them while they're here. We have to give the people the roses while they're here. All right, family? We have to start celebrating the people while they're around us. Opposition, the opposition, is putting things in place, and I hate saying things. They're putting psychological operations in place where we're not even thinking our own thoughts. There's so many <laughs> distractions and, and distractions on top of distractions that it keeps us in a loop. It's like a time loop or, or, or a watch loop, you know? Like, I can't even really just explain it no deeper than that. And we have to stand clear of that. We got to stand clear of that. But that was Tierra Whack, Pet Cemetery, Whack World. Check it out. And she got a Funk Flex freestyle. Check that out. She was illing on that, John. I was like, oh, man. I'm talking about, yeah, she was going in. So going into, going into tonight's installment, I, talk, I mentioned case study, right? And um, how we have to start analyzing data and, and putting, putting things in perspective for the most part. I think our, our community has now grown enough confidence and strength that we can now expand outside of this reality TV entertainment world. Like, there's other avenues of getting money, and we have to do a case study on, not on, but about information outside of what we see on TV, and especially reality TV or the media or where we choose to get our information. That's why here at 30 Talk, we're trying to present a positive solution, you know what I'm saying, or a positive alternative. I'm trying to still figure out a, a word. <laughs> I think I'm leaning towards positive alternative. But that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to display or disseminate a level of information that can be found with the devices that are in our hand. We have to stop using it for entertainment and use it for education. And that's what we're trying to do here moving forward. So what we're getting ready to talk about tonight is a, is a term that was coined by, uh, I want to call him a psychiatrist by the name of John Calhoun. And we're going to be talking about the behavior sink. So the behavior sink is a term that was coined, like I said, by an individual by the name of John Calhoun. You can look this information yourself, look this information up for yourself on the internet. He conducted an experiment at the National Institution, I'm sorry, at the National Institute of Health in Bethesda, Maryland. Another reason why this caught my eye because we are reporting live from DMV. So I want to always talk about information and events that happened well, at a, well, way back in the G in this area that we live in. Because sometimes we think, oh, history started when I was born. <laughs> but it was, it was things happening prior and it's things going to happen when we're gone. So always keep that in mind. The name of the housing for the rodents, John Calhoun had a thing for rodents, rats and mice and things of that nature. The name of the housing for the rodents was Universe 25. He wanted to see what types of behavior changes would happen to the rodents when experiencing severe crowding. The experiment lasted from 1965 to 1973. 
he built 256 apartments, air quotes, and towers that resembled high-rises. So the term behavioral sync, it came because this individual by the name of John Calhoun wanted to see how the behaviors of the rodents would change if they experienced overpopulation, okay? And this was in, <clears throat> this, uh, this came to my attention because I was listening to an uh, individual speak on my, you know, on my way to prepare for this installment. And I was thinking about, we just kept hearing projects and like, like hood rat and like terms like that. And I was just like, dang, I heard somebody say that. We don't just say that for a reason. It was a case study. So I went to the internet and I was typing in a whole bunch of questions and I came across, I was like, there it go. And here we are. So behavior sync was an individual and I'm going to take one more step back because I always like to give a disclaimer before I move forward so you know where I'm coming from. The reason why I was looking at this is because I was like, yeah, man, we, why do we act a certain kind of way as melanated individuals? Like, this is an experiment. So when I looked at this experiment in particular, I, I thought of it prior the crack era, okay? The reason why I used the crack era is because with me being 30 years old at this point in my life, that was the biggest or the, the latest experiment that put the melanated community in the position that we're in today. So when I came across this information, it made me think about those experiments or that experience that our, our elders had. Some are now maybe two early ancestors, you know. So I'm thinking about their experiment, their experience based on this experiment. So this one ended in 1973 prior to that. So that's, that's what brought me and brought us to this conversation. How was the experiment conducted? What are some of the results of the experiment? Started with eight original pairs of mice, then the population skyrocketed. After a while, due to overpopulation, dozens of young male mice were unable to find groups or mates. Unable to find groups or mates, a young male mice began to attack female and young mice. Sexual and maternal behaviors underwent dramatic changes. Some male mice became exclusively homosexual or hypersexual. Overexpended mice, mm, overexpended mice, moms, and dads, <clears throat> excuse me, began moving nests constantly to avoid their unsavory neighbors. They also took their stress out on their babies, kicking them out the nest either too early or losing them during the moves. These are the notes from John Calhoun. So when I just read from right here, it's like once the population grew, the resources didn't grow. The, the housing, quote unquote, project <laughs> didn't grow. So now these mice are having to feed off breadcrumbs. What the opposition has figured out is with this experiment, not just this one, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of others. I'm just shedding light on this one because I want the family to understand or overstand how this experiment could be one of many that put us in the plight that we're in today. And the, the similarities in the behaviors in the mice isn't no different because when a, when a mammal or, or, yeah, for a mammal for the most part, have to rely on resources to survive and you having to use very little resources and then also having to deal with other people having to deal with <laughs> that very small resource as well, here we are. You could be a mice. You can be a, 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 a goddamn guinea pig. You understand? It doesn't really matter because with the family comes responsibility. And then as I continue to read, you'll see how it will affect that as well. 
So at this point, we're just seeing the changes in the young males. Me being an educator, I see these types of behaviors in young males because, because of the confusion and the lack of resources to explain that confusion. It, it leaves them in an awkward state and having to lash out in awkward ways. And as a child, you only have one of seven ways to act out if you, you know, if you, you know, realizing that you're only 12 or 13 years old. But at this point, when you're left with very little resources, <laughs> living in, in, a, in, a, in an environment that has you constantly stressed, these are the behaviors. And then moving to the parents, um, yeah, I got, I, got, I got seven of them. <laughs> what am I to do? And we see that sometimes, you know, people in our families, we're not here to judge anybody. Everybody walks of life is different. What I'm alluding to is that when we're overcrowded and we have very little resources, our maternal instinct change, our sexual instincts change. We're constantly trying to not think about the stress that we're experiencing. So we're causing harm to other people. We're, we're making other people feel as bad as we feel because... <laughs> I, I'm tired of feeling this way. I need somebody to feel my pain. That's what happens in these projects, <laughs> in, the, in these high rises. And these are the terms that John Calhoun used. And when I, when, I, when I see this and I read this, it's like, we have to develop think tanks, people. I told you here at 30 Talk, we focus on the solutions. We have to generate think tanks of our own. And I feel like, I feel as though, that education could be our think tanks. Come with an information or, or a lengthy document or statement on something that you've studied that you sat with with sat with for two or three weeks you've you delved through the ins and outs of that specific topic and, and you want to shed that information shout out to a good man of mine he doing his think about it thursdays you know what i'm saying a fit storm on the ig all lowercase a fit storm let me make sure i get this ig right because I said here at 30 Talk, I want to make sure we, you know, shout out the people that are doing great things. A Fit Storm 24, all lowercase. Great information my good man is spilling out there. Um, he's, you know, walking his walk. So with something that you sat with, this information is colorblind. This information is, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not hard to come across either. Let's utilize this shit. We have to generate our own case studies, right? We have to start thinking about the things we experience and, and create a community where we talk about those things and come up with solutions using the digital solutions. I mean, a digital profile or a digital game plan. We can still use the analog mindset because it, has, it can be utilized. But utilized shouldn't be the same as like <laughs> the go-to. It, it shouldn't be the go-to. We have other avenues we can use for a go-to at this point. Sorry about that quick free rant, but we have to talk about the solutions. We can't always look at history as a negative. We have to look at history and utilize it for solutions. Continuing with um, John Calhoun notes. Some mice seemed as if they were unable to learn due to the lack of space in high-stress environment. Some withdrew socially and sexually. Violence and agitation became common until almost every mouse had been found with some blood on them or tail bitten or chewed. So now we're looking at the frustration. Once you are not being pleased sexually or sexually or you're not carrying on your family name, it's a lot of you had to fend for yourself so long you, you 
you quote unquote ran out of time to raise a family of your own. Now you're frustrated. Now the violence occurs. Now I'm only speaking in the manner of mice at this point, but these behaviors can be translated, especially to any urban city in a, this quote unquote plane we call America at this point, because the opposition has a loaf and is putting one big ass crumb in the middle of the city and telling all these individuals to feed off this crumb. And as an individual that's focusing on solutions, we have to understand that that crumb comes from somewhere. <laughs> and, as, and it's our responsibility to do the research on finding out how to make our own bread. I was looking at something on, I have a lot of videos saved on Facebook. And it's just a, a lot of speech, a lot of speeches and a lot of talks from some of the master teachers of mine who give me the thoughts to expound on this platform. And they talk about how we have to start having an employer state of mind. We have to stop thinking about being employees and, and stop training our kids to become employees. Like we need to be the employer. You understand what I'm saying? So with our youth that we have, the children that we have, teach them how to create something, teach them how to make something so that somebody has to work for them rather than giving them skills to work for somebody else. So when the violence grew in these projects, <laughs> in, this rat, in this mouse project, in this rodent project, University 25 or Universe 25, whatever he called it, the violence grew, the sexual communication got crossed, there was hypersexuality, there was homosexuality amongst mice. And this is just another mammal with a mind and, a, and that has to use resources to survive. Moving into the conclusion, his conclusion, and then I'm going to read his conclusion and give my, my closing thoughts. In conclusion, the experiment, oh, excuse me. The conclusion drawn from this experiment was with all available spaces taken and also all social roles filled, competition and stress grew tremendously. This type of environment will result in total breakdown of social skills, sexual orientation, resulting in the demise of the population. So if I'm thinking about the world, I'm thinking about the world that we live in and how this war between quote unquote blacks and whites on a grand scheme, not in your neighborhood, not in your workplace, okay? Not in your everyday walks of life. Sometimes when I have these conversations, I want us to think about it outside of just you and I. You and I are just parts of the melanated race on this planet, <clears throat> not just in America. We are the minorities in this country, but the, the minority of this planet is the Caucasian or the European. We have to understand that. So regardless if our minds are only think that we're caged in this American cage, right? The, the plane or the globe that we live on, all right? If you believe in flat earth or globe, it doesn't matter. The, the, the race or the skin color that you will see will be melanin, period. Once we start thinking in, skin, in, in terms of that, the war is against the melanated race. So if I'm thinking about that and how they can slowly chop away at the demise of our population, they're going to look at John Calhoun's experiment. And they're going to utilize this very small curiosity from a Caucasian. He was Caucasian. John Calhoun was Caucasian. Take this little bit of information from him and utilize it on a whole race of people. And we can see our walks of life in this experiment. Not all of us, a very large sum of us. All right. And that's unfortunate. And we have to realize that this shit is going on, bro. Like, 
You can try to deny it all you want. These are facts. We have to start holding on to our opinions and start utilizing the facts to back our opinion. So then that way we're not just shooting the breeze or coming from the hip or just speaking with emotions. Like we're actually talking about something with our emotions. Like I'm emotional about this because when I think about this experiment and I can go to certain parts of Washington DC and see this behavior, I can turn on my TV and see this behavior based on this experiment that ended in 1973. So one solution, one solution John Calhoun had was he wanted to explore the importance of what he used. The terms he used was spiritual space. Calhoun uh, cited that creativity and art can give people the ability to create distance between others in order to cope with overcrowding. So when I think about that, I think about all the trades that they took out of the high schools, all the boys and girls clubs that they took out of the inner cities. I think about when we, when I was young, we had four rec centers we can choose to go from, all within distance to go with our bikes. Like, we can go to this rec center, we can go to Fairland, we can go to Bridge Cheney, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could go to anybody's rec center. But you go into the heart of the city, they're boarded up. The programs uh, didn't get funded right because they put the money in the wrong hands and they were stealing instead of taking care of the community. And all the, when the lack of resources have taken over the mind, even with the opportunity to educate the youth, you can't see that far because we still have issues that we're dealing with with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? The social learning environment was so crazy. Just coining from this experiment, the social learning environment was so crazy. As soon as I, as soon as I get in a position of power, I want to take advantage of everybody else because I'm not going to be at the bottom no more. You know what I'm saying? Like That's a mindset that comes from that. And, and we have to recognize that those realities are created by an opposition. We didn't, we didn't make those realities up for ourselves. Quick pause, and we're going to close out, people. Is there a difference between creating something and making something? I know that could be a high thought. It might be my high thought. Shit. <laughs> but I want to know if, if there's a difference between creation and making. And I'm going to come back to that. But I want you guys to kind of think about that, have a conversation with someone. And I don't know. I, I've been thinking about that. So in conclusion... John Calhoun realized that spiritual spaces was needed. And in the inner city, there's very little boys and girls clubs. There's very little after school programs to help people cope with the overpopulation they probably have in their homes. To come to a school where their classrooms are overpopulated. To with a teacher that doesn't even really understand the kids that they're teaching. You understand? This is an ongoing process. Now the system is working for itself. This installment was just to use John Calhoun's behavior sync model as a as a four as a forethought before it becomes a hindsight thought right to think about how the opposition is running plays we have to create our own case studies right we we have we are in position to create our own think tanks that we can use this information to make plays in this digital realm and stop using these default measures to get out of a digital situation okay that's all i'm saying to close this out my man Nipsey Hussle got a Grammy nod, Grammy nomination. You know what I'm saying? So I got to definitely play something off that to congratulate the homie. Him and his queen, um, Lord London, you know, holding it down for the black couples. Let's just, you know, keep hope alive. Say, like, no, nah, no negative hate over here. It's my homie. I've been listening to Nip since, since I was trying to come out of Delaware State. This is 13. 
and I wanted to I want to pay homage to this man because he's he's definitely shown that I can be who I am and still make it and have my own personal success, you know, and my own my own personal journey and walk can be a victory lap, you know. So this is dedication featuring Kendrick Lamar. And if you really want to have this conversation with me, you got to talk to me 30. Peace. Generation, blue pill in the fucking matrix, red rose in the great pavement. Young black nigga trapped and he can't change it. Know he a genius, he just can't claim it. Cause they left him no platforms to explain it. He frustrated, so he get faded. But deep down inside, he know you can't fade it. How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity need preparation?